0: High, and yet I will leap down good ground. Be pitiful and hurt me not. There's few or none who know me. If they did, this shipboy's semblance hath disguised me quite. I am afraid, and yet I'll venture it. <laughs> if I get down and do not break my limbs, I'll find a thousand shifts to get away. As good to die and go as die and stay. Ah, oh me, my uncle's spirit is in these stones. Heaven take my soul, and England keep my bones.
1: Lords, I will meet him at St. Edmundsbury. It's our safety, and we must embrace this gentle offer of the perilous time. Who brought that letter from the cardinal? The Count Melon, a noble lord of France, whose private with me of the Dauphin's love is much more general than these lines import.
0: Tomorrow morning, let us meet him then.
1: Or rather, than set forward, for twill be two long days' journeys, lords, or ere we meet. Once more today, well met, distempered lords, the king by me requests your presence straight. The king hath dispossessed himself of us. We will not line his thin, bestained cloak with our pure honors, nor attend the foot that leaves the print of blood where'er it walks. Return and tell him so. We know the worst. Whate'er you think, good words I think were best. Our griefs, and not our manners, reason now. But there is little reason in your grief. Therefore twere reason you had manners now. Sir, sir, impatience hath his privilege.
0: Tis true, to hurt his master, no man else.
1: This is the prison. What is he lies here. Oh, death made proud with pure and princely beauty. The earth had not a hole to hide this deed. Murder, as hating what himself hath done, doth lay it open to urge on revenge.
0: Or when he doomed this beauty to a grave, found it too precious princely for a grave.
1: Sir Richard, what think you? You have beheld, or have you read, or heard, or could you think? Or do you almost think, although you see, that you do see? Could thought without this object form such another? This is the very top, the height, the crest, or crest unto the crest of murder's arms. This is the bloodiest shame, the wildest savagery, the vilest stroke that ever wall-eyed wrath or staring rage presented to the tears of soft remorse.
0: All murders past do stand excused in this, and this, so sole and so unmatchable, shall give a holiness, a purity, to the yet unbegotten sin of times, and prove a deadly bloodshed but a jest, exampled by this heinous spectacle. It is a damned and a bloody work, the graceless action of a heavy hand,
1: if that it be the work of any hand. If that be the work of any hand? (laughs) we had a kind of light that would ensue. It is the shameful work of Hubert's hand, the practice and the purpose of the king, from whose obedience I forbid my soul. Kneeling before this ruin of sweet life and breathing to his breathless excellence, the incense of a vow, a holy vow, never to taste the pleasures of the world, never to be infected with delight nor converse it with ease and idleness, till I have set a glory to this hand by giving it the worship of revenge. Our, soul our souls religiously, religiously confirm thy words. Lord. Ah, lords,
0: I am hot with haste in seeking you. Arthur doth live. The king hath sent for you.
1: Oh, he is bold and blushes not at death. Avant, thou hateful villain, get thee gone. I am no villain. Must I rob the law? Your sword is bright, sir, put it up again. Not till I sheath it in a murderer's skin.
0: Stand back, Lord Salisbury, stand back, I say. By heaven, I think my sword's as sharp as yours. I would not have you, Lord, forget yourself, nor tempt the danger of my true defense. Lest I, by marking of your rage, forget your worth, Your greatness and nobility. Out, Dunghill, darst thou brave nobleman. Not for my life, but yet I dare defend My innocent life against an emperor.
1: Thou art a murderer. Do not prove me so, yet I am none,
0: Whose tongue soe'er speaks false, not truly speaks, Who speaks not truly lies.
1: Cut him to pieces. Keep the peace, I say. Stand by, or I shall gall you, Falconbridge. Thou wert better gall
0: the devil, Salisbury. If thou but frown on me, or stir thy foot, or teach thy hasty spleen to do me shame, I'll strike thee dead. Put up your sword, betimes, or I'll so maul you and your toasting iron that you shall think the devil has come from hell. What wilt thou do, renowned Falconbridge, second a villain and a murderer? Lord Bigot, I am none. Who killed this prince? Tis not an hour since i left him well i honored him i loved him and will weep my date of life out for his sweet life's loss
1: trust not those cunning waters of his eyes for villainy is not without such room and he long traded in it makes it seem like rivers of remorse and innocency Away with me, all you whose souls abhor the uncleanly savors of a slaughterhouse, for I am stifled with this smell of sin.
0: Away, toward Barry, to the Dauphin there. There tell the king he
1: may inquire
0: us out. Here's a good world. Knew you of this fair work? Beyond the infinite and boundless reach of mercy, if thou didst this deed of death, art thou damned, Hubert? Do but hear me, sir. Huh? I'll tell thee what. Thou art more deep damned than Prince Lucifer. There is not yet so ugly a fiend of hell as thou shalt be if thou didst kill this child. On my soul. If thou didst but consent to this most cruel act, do but despair. And if thou wants to cord, the smallest thread that ever spider twisted from her womb will serve to strangle thee. A rush will be a beam to hang thee on. Or wouldst thou drown thyself? Put but a little water in a spoon, and it shall be as all the ocean, enough to stifle such a villain up. I do suspect thee very grievously. If I in act, consent, or sin of thought be guilty of the stealing of that sweet breath which was imbounded in this beauteous clay, let hell want pains enough to torture me. I left him well. Go, bear him in thine arms. I am amazed, methinks, and lose my way Among the thorns and dangers of this world. How easy dost thou take all England up! From forth this morsel of dead royalty, The life, the right, and truth of all this realm Is fled to heaven, and England now is left To tug and scramble, and to part by the teeth the unowed interest of proud swelling state. Now for the bare-picked bone of majesty Doth dogged war bristle his angry crest, And snarleth in the gentle eyes of peace. Now powers from home and discontents at home Meet in one line, and vast confusion waits, As doth a raven on a sick fallen breast, The imminent decay of rested pomp and how happy he whose cloak and censure can hold out this tempest. Bear away that child, and follow me with speed all to the king. A thousand businesses are brief in hand, and heaven itself doth frown upon the land.